Praise God, praise God, praise God. This is your Elder Solomon coming to you this and every Friday with the hour of faith. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are about to listen to your word. Father, help us. Let us be the doers of your word and not the hearers only. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. I want to share with you the theme of entitled the Lord will remember you the Lord will remember you the Lord will remember you many a times people ask themselves has the Lord forgotten me has the Lord forsaken me even Jesus himself asked when he was about he was on the cross Eli, Eli, Sabatali, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Hallelujah. So many times, some people think the Lord has forsaken them. Why? Because when they look at the situation they are going through, when they look at the things they are going through, they think the Lord does not remember them anymore. Hallelujah. I am here to tell you this morning, that the Lord will remember you. Hallelujah. The Lord does not forget. He remembers every single thing. Hallelujah. Let us turn our Bible to... Let's turn our Bible to... First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 19 and 20. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 1. This is about Hannah. When her rival, Peniha, was giving birth, Hannah was not giving birth. And her rival was teasing her all every day. Bible says when they go to Shiloh to sacrifice, Hannah will not eat because the rival will tease her until she becomes sorrowful and she cannot eat. But Hannah did something. One day when they went to Shiloh to pray, Hannah said to herself, enough is enough. It's about the time the Lord remembers me. Hallelujah. If you take that challenge, if you will be that serious, then the Lord will remember you. In three, we say, you have to press hard. You have to push forward. You have to pray hard and the Lord will surely remember you. Don't sit there and fold your hands and say, the Lord will remember me. Yes, he will remember you, but if you had pressed harder, the Lord would have remembered you a long time. Hallelujah. Hannah stood up. We are reading from 1 Samuel chapter 1. All what I'm saying is in first Samuel chapter 1, but I won't, don't want to read the whole chapter. I just want to read the verse 19 and 20 to you. Hannah 
got up in anguish, got to the temple and prayed to the Lord. She prayed from her heart that she, her mouth was moving. Eli saw that Hannah was, her, Hannah's mouth was moving, but he, he had nothing from Hannah. But she was praying from her heart. She said, I am pouring out my heart's desires to the Lord. If you will pour out your heart desire to the Lord, if you will fast and pray, the Lord will remember you. Hallelujah. Fasting is a fuel that lights up your, your prayer. Hallelujah. It's like fire that is burning and you have put fuel in it. It makes it burn faster and even better or bigger. Hallelujah. That's what fasting does. Hannah couldn't eat. She went to pray. After she has finished praying, she came back and she ate. Hallelujah. And let's see what happened after that. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 19 and 20. Then they, then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Raham. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. And the Lord remembered her. And the Lord remembered her. Verse 20. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord will remember you. Hannah did something. She did not fold her hand and sit there. Hannah woke up and prayed in fasting and prayers. And God heard her. And the Lord remembered her just a day. Because they spent only one day there. And in the morning they went back to their houses. And when Elkanah had sex with Hannah, his wife, Hannah conceived. Hannah got pregnant in other ways. Hannah got pregnant. And in nine months, Hannah gave birth to a son. And she named her Samuel. Saying, because I asked of him from the Lord. Meanwhile, when Hannah was praying, she said, Lord, if you remember me and give me a son. When you are praying to the Lord, be specific. Whatever you want, tell him straight. If you give me a child, if she said, if you give me a child, that means you have given God option. God can choose to give you a daughter or he can choose to give you a son. But she said, if you remember me and give me a son. And God gave her a son. Hallelujah. The Lord will remember you. All you have to need, all you have to do is to fast and pray and pour out your anguish pour out your heart desires on the lord and the lord will surely and surely and surely remember you let's turn our bible to uh um genesis genesis chapter 
30 verse 22 and then 23 genesis chapter 30 and let's see another person whom the lord remembered the lord don't just remember he remembers when you push hard he remembers when you pray he remembers when you fast and pray and the lord will surely remember you today it doesn't matter what has happened before it doesn't matter how many times you have failed this is your season the lord will remember you he will not leave you if only you pray and ask he will help you i'm reading from the new king james version genesis 30 verse 22 and 23 then god remembered rahel and god listened to her and opened her womb he did what he listened to her what was she doing that the lord listened to her she was praying other versions say the lord listened to the prayer of rahel Hallelujah. The Lord remembered Rahel. The Lord will remember you. The Lord will not forsake you. The Lord has not even forgotten you. But you have to pray hard. You have to fast and pray. And the Lord will remember you. He said the Lord remembered Rahel. And God listened to her. What was she doing? She was praying. And opened her womb verse 23 and she conceived and bare a son and said god has taken away my reproach or that version say god has taken away my shame i love that version god has taken away my shame because you think the lord has not remember you because there's something lacking in your life People are laughing at you. They have put you into shame. And wherever you go, people are saying, this is the lady, this is the guy who says he worshiped God. But yet still, he has not given birth after 10 years of marriage, after 5 years of marriage. Yet still, he has not gotten a job after 5 years of completing university after five years of completing his master's degree he has not gotten a job he has been here and he is doing just uh, and he says he worship god look at this guy who says he worship god look at his business his business is not booming he's struggling every blessed month to even make ends meet and he says he worship God. Look at this guy. He has been sick for five years, for ten years. He says he worship God. I am here to tell you. The Lord will remember you. He remembered Hannah. When Peniha was laughing at her. He remembered Rahel. When her own sister was also laughing at her, hallelujah, the Lord will remember you. All you need to do is to fast and pray and pour out your heart desire and tell him, Lord, remember me. 
and the Lord will remember you. Rahel also conceived. She gave birth to a son, and she named him Joseph, saying, The Lord will give me another one. And the Lord indeed gave her another one. Hallelujah. The Lord gave her another one. So whatever you think you are lacking in your life, whatever you think the Lord is not remembering you for, it is about time you push. It's about time you pray. It's about time you fasted and sacrifice, and the Lord will do it for you. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bible to one last man. I have spoken about two women. Let me go to the men. Esther chapter 6, verse 1 to 14. I will not read all for the sake of time, but you can take your time and read through. Esther chapter 6. Esther chapter 6, verse 1 to 14. But before I read the uh, chapter 6, let me start from chapter 5 a little and you you appreciate it better hallelujah the latter part of chapter 5 Esther chapter 5 I'm reading from the verse 12 Esther chapter 5 verse 12 to 14 then we will go to chapter 6 I just want you to get a clear picture of what I'm saying then Haman added, and, and thus not all, Queen Esther invited only me and the king himself to the banquet she prepared for us, and she has invited me to dine with her and the king again tomorrow. Hallelujah. Look at the honor. A queen has invited her. Only Haman and the king are going to dine with the king, with the queen. That means the king values her, values Haman so much. Hallelujah. But let's see something. Meanwhile, Haman was one of the kings, let me say, lieutenant of the king. He was the king's prince. He was the darling boy. Everything he says, the king does. And the king loved him. Hallelujah. And let's see something. Verse 13. Then he added, But all this is meaningless. As long as I see Mordecai, the Jew, just sitting there at the palace gate. Mordecai was just a gate man. Yet still, Haman envied him. Hallelujah. It's not about how much you have that will make people hate you. Haman hated Mordecai. Haman was the second in command to the king. Haman was the darling boy. Haman was everything. But Mordecai was just the gate man of the palace. Not even the gate man of the king's private quarter but the palace the main gates he is there why does Haman hate Mordecai why because 
the Jews that not bow to any God, does not bow to any man, they bow to only God. And when Haman is coming, the people bow to him, praising him, but Mordecai will be standing. Why? Because he thinks Haman is a human being. He doesn't want to have to bow to him. That was his culture. So Haman hated him. Somebody will hate you just because of your dressing. Somebody will hate you just because of the way you talk. Somebody will hate you just because of your even your stature. Somebody will hate you even because of the way you dance. Hallelujah. Somebody will hate you for nothing. Just because of your name. Somebody bearing the same name had done him wrong. And immediately he hears your name. He rings a bell in his mind that it is you. Meanwhile, you don't know that person anywhere. That is what happened to him, uh, uh, Mordecai, rather. And let's see what he plotted against Mordecai. He didn't want the post of Mordecai. Not everybody that wants your post. Somebody who just wants to take you out just for nothing. Hallelujah. Just to show where the power, show you where the power lies. Because he was the second in command to the king. Mordecai was the gate man. You don't you, you won't tell me that Haman wanted to be a gate man. No. He didn't want to be a gate man. But he just wanted to take off Mordecai. Just kill him for nothing. Hallelujah. Let's read the verse 14. You understand better. So Haman's wife, Zeresh, and all his friends suggested set up a gallow that stands 70 feet <laughs> tall 70 feet tall hallelujah 70 feet tall is more than a, a, a light pole a light pole 70 feet tall it, the, 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 the coffin is 6 feet so calculate 6 like that, six times, whatever you get there, 70 feet. Hallelujah. 70 feet tall. Very tall. Set up a 75 feet tall. I'm even saying 70, 75 feet tall. And in the morning, ask the king to hang Mordecai on it. Ask the king to hang Mordecai on it. Let me pause here. That means he has everything he asked the king. Anything Haman asked the king, the king does it. That is why they are confident that in the morning, ask the king and hang Mordecai on it. So he has already prepared that tree. Let me say, that long tree that he wants to hang Mordecai on it. Before he even goes to the king to seek permission to hang him. And he knows for sure that whatever he asks the king, the king will do it. So he will go there and ask. And then the king will give him the permission and he will hang Mordecai on it. Hallelujah. That's why he say, ask the king in the morning to hang Mordecai on it. I'm still on the verse 14. When this... When this is done, you can go on your merry way.
to the banquet with the king. This pleased Haman immensely, and he ordered the gallows set up. They set it up in the evening, waiting to kill Mordecai in the morning. Listen very well. They set the thing up in the evening, waiting to kill Mordecai just the next morning by asking the king of, for a permission to kill Mordecai. Why? Because he does not bow to him. Hallelujah. He doesn't want Mordecai's wife. He doesn't want Mordecai's money. He doesn't want Mordecai's post. He just does not bow to him. So he wants to get rid of him. Hallelujah. So in this life, if you sit there and you don't pray, and you tell me that I don't have any grudge with anybody, somebody has grudge with you, you may not know. That person may be eating with you, may be laughing with you, but deep down, that person wants your downfall. Haman was passing every day. Mordecai was opening the gate for him every day. Little did Mordecai knew that Haman wanted to kill him. Even in the morning when he was coming to the king's palace, Mordecai opened, him, opened the gate for him. Hallelujah. So don't sit there and tell me I don't have any problem with anybody. I don't do anybody. I have not harmed anybody. I have not done anybody wrong. Somebody wants to do you wrong. Somebody wants to harm you. So be serious and pray. Hallelujah. Now let's see. Verse. 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 Uh, 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 chapter 6, Esther chapter 6, verse 1. Esther chapter 6, verse 1. If you read the verse 4, verse 3, you hear, you, you understand better. Mordecai had the plotting of Haman already. So Mordecai told Esther, and they fasted and prayed for three days, no water, no food. If you are serious with God, you will fast and you will pray hard and the Lord will answer you. Hallelujah. What was the Mordecai praying for? He, Haman did not end there. He said he was going to kill Mordecai. He was the first target. After that, he made the Lord to kill all the Jews. Meanwhile, Queen Esther was a Jew. So she was also part of the plan. But for the first time, he wanted to take off the head who was the Mordecai. And then the rest will follow. What did the rest do? Just because Mordecai was the tribe of... They, are, they, they were in the same tribe with Mordecai. That is the Jewish tribe. Then... He, if he is killing Mordecai, he wants to kill all. Hallelujah. Some people, somebody does something wrong and he says, uh, I've cursed that person and I've cursed his family. Meanwhile, his family member did not come to do you wrong. His family member wasn't there when you 
you you and that person were fighting or when that person was stealing your thing or when that person was doing you harm his family member wasn't there his brothers wasn't there his mother wasn't there his father wasn't there his wife wasn't there his husband wasn't there his children wasn't there and you are cursing them who were not there that's how wicked people are so if you don't pray your brother can go and do something wrong or your sister can go and do something wrong or your husband can go and do something wrong or your wife can go and do something wrong or even your child can go and do something wrong and somebody will curse that person and he will take off that person and bring the curse further it onto you while you have done nobody wrong so don't tell me i've done nobody wrong so nobody has any grudge with me somebody has grudge with you so beware when you are entering the house where there are dogs they put a sign there beware of dogs beware of the enemy they are roaring like a lion they are not lion but they are roaring like a lion beware and be alert hallelujah so Mordecai and Esther and the people of the Jewish tribe prayed for three days, day and night. No food, no water. Serious prayer. Hallelujah. And when they prayed, after they had prayed, then the queen went to the king and asked for permission that she is preparing a banquet for her. That is why Haman went and he was so proud. Little did he know that God was in the process. God was working. Hallelujah. Here is Mordecai. That a gallows or a tree has been raised for him, has been erected for him, 75 feet tall to kill him the next morning. Now let me read the uh, Esther chapter 6 verse 1 going. That night the king had trouble sleeping. So he ordered an attendant to bring the historical records of his kingdom so they could be read to him. Why is it that all the days the king was sleeping but the night before Mordecai is executed or the night before Mordecai is going to be killed, the king could not sleep. Your prayer works. Hallelujah. The Lord will remember you at the appointed time, at the time you need him most. At the time you are at the verge of collapse, the Lord will remember you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Only that night, the king could not sleep. He himself, he didn't know why. He could have ordered for his wife to come so that he, he, he make fun with them. Or he could have ordered that they play him music. But he ordered that they should bring the historical book. Why? Because something was working on the inside and something was working on the outside. The prayer was ordering him. The prayer of Mordecai, the prayer of Esther, the prayer of the Jewish tribe was 
in place and it was in motion and it was working for their good hallelujah that night the king could not sleep the king could not sleep that night he ordered the book to be brought so that they will read to him how the book is big is a historical book of everything that goes on in the kingdom they record it the king is not aware sometimes they don't even tell him but they will record it after some time he will order and they will bring it and they will read it and guess what when they open the book it's not only Mordecai's history that was there, but he opened the page where Mordecai did something. Let me read verse 2. Esther chapter 6, verse 2. In those records, that means there were records, not only record. In those records, he discovered an account of how Mordecai has exposed the plot of Big Tena and trash two of the kings and two of the king's entries who's entered who guarded the gates who guarded the door to the king's private quarters they had plotted to assassinate the king hallelujah the king didn't know that Mordecai had saved his life before. He didn't know. They have recorded it. But the king didn't know. Why is it that only that night, the king could not sleep. He ordered nothing but to bring the historical book to be read to him. And when they opened the page, that was the first account they read to him. Why? They could have read so many accounts and Mordecai's own would not have been read. But God ordered the person to open that page. And God ordered the person to read that page. Hallelujah. God is working behind the scene. I can see Brimpong has a song. God is working. I've forgotten the song anyway. He's up to something. I may not see it, but still I'm trusting. God is working, He's working, He's working. God is working, He's working, He's working. God is working, He's up to something. I may not see it. But still, I'm trusting. Mordecai didn't see the working of the of God, but he was trusting God that he would do something. You got to trust God. You got to trust God in every situation. You got to trust God when you have fasted and you have prayed and you have made a sacrifice. Trust God that he will deliver because he never fails. He never fails. He never fails. It was left it only one night. In the morning, Haman was coming there to ask for permission to kill Mordecai and also execute the Jewish people including Queen Esther. But that same night, God turned the situation around. God remembered Mordecai. The Lord will remember you 
when you are at the verge of collapse, the Lord will remember you at the exact point you need him most. The Lord will remember you at the highest point you need him most. The Lord will remember you when you have no hope. Mordecai was praying for his life. But guess what? The Lord honored him. Hallelujah. When you read further, let me read the verse 3. The verse 3 says, I'm still at uh, Esther. Esther chapter 6. Esther chapter 6. I'm reading verse 3. What reward or recognition did we ever give Mordecai for this? Some people plotted to kill the king. Mordecai had it. He exposed them. And when they investigated, it was true. So those people were captured and they were killed. And they wrote it. Mordecai, the king didn't know. And the king didn't know that Mordecai has saved his life. Now that he has got to know, he's asking, what reward have we given to this guy? And listen to what they said. What reward or recognition did we ever give Mordecai? for this and the king answered the king asked his attendant replied nothing has been done nothing absolutely nothing they just wrote it and put it there there are so many people who have done something good that need recognition that needs reward but they have forgotten about you you thought that for this thing that I have done, I know the king will hear and he will reward me. Yet still, the king did not remember because he had not. They didn't tell him. Hallelujah! Concerning his life, they didn't even tell him. That means they did not like Mordecai. If they liked him, they would have reported the case to the king direct, because it was the matter of his life. Not a matter of buying goods and services. That one he doesn't care because the money is there. Hallelujah. But his own life, they didn't tell him. So when the king saw that Mordecai has saved his life, he wanted to do something good for him. The Lord will remember you. When the enemy is trying to disgrace you, the day they will set to disgrace you, in that same day the Lord will lift you up. The day they will set to kill you, that's that same day the Lord will honor you. Hallelujah. Now let's continue. Esther chapter 6 verse 4. Who is in the outer court? The king inquired. Let me jump. As the king was speaking, Haman came in, and the king asked him something. Let me jump to verse uh, 6 for the sake of time. Esther chapter 6, verse 6. So Haman came in, and the king said, What should I do to honor a man who truly pleases me? Haman thought to himself, whom would the king wish to honor more than me? He thought it was he 
that the king was going to honor again because he was the darling boy. So he replied, verse 7, if the king wishes to honor someone, verse 8, he should bring out one of his of the king's own royal robes and wear as the king's own horse with a royal emblem on his head on its head instruct one of the king's most noble prince to address to dress the man in the king's robe and to lead him through the city square on the king's own horse half the prince shouts as they go this is what happens to those the king wishes to honor hallelujah look at what he has prescribed he thought it was him. So he has prescribed something very nice. The king's own robe that he has worn before. That people will see that this is the king's robe. The king's own horse with the royal emblem on his head. That everybody will see that this is the king's own horse. The king should give to that person whom he wished to honor. And let one of the king's most noble princes dress that man in the robe of the king and put him on the horse and shout before him. This is what happens whom the king wants to honor. Hallelujah. The same Haman thought it was him. Now, let me read the verse 10. And see what your prayer can do for you. And what, when the Lord remembers you, what happens next? Verse 10. Esther 6, 10. Excellent, the king said to Haman. Hurry and get the robe and my horse. And do just as you have said for Mordecai the Jew. <laughs> Do just what you have said for Mordecai the Jew, who sits at the gate of the palace. Do not fail to carry out everything you have suggested. Do not fail to carry out every single thing you have suggested. Hallelujah. Everything that Haman has suggested, thinking it was him, now the table has turned. The Lord has remembered Mordecai. And he, he, he is the main person the king is also sending to go and dress Mordecai in the robe of the king and take him onto the horse of the king and lead him in the town square and shout before Mordecai that this is what, the, what happens to the person the king wishes to honor. 
Hallelujah. The same enemy that was going to seek for permission to kill Mordecai is the same enemy God has used to honor Mordecai. Hallelujah. At the time the Lord remembers you, your enemy will be used to honor you. Your enemy will be used to honor you. Your enemy will be used to honor you. They will have no say. They will have no choice. They will have nothing to say but to obey because the king has spoken. Hallelujah. Haman went to do so, just as he has said. And he went back home, weeping. And she told, he told his wife and his friends that this is what has happened. And they said to him, if this man, in fact, let me search for that one alone and read. Verse 13, Esther chapter 6, verse 13. Listening to what the friends and the wife who told him to erect a, a gallows, a tree to hang Mordecai. Listen to what they are saying again. Esther chapter 6, verse 13. When Haman told his wife, Zeresh, and all his friends what had happened, they said, Since Mordecai, this man who has humiliated you is a Jew. You will never succeed. You will never succeed. You will never succeed in your plan against him. It will be fatal. It will be fatal. It will be fatal to continue to oppose him. Hallelujah. There are some people they, we, we don't try to oppose them. There are some people we don't try to, to plan evil against them. Why? Because they are prayerful. Mordecai was prayerful, but this time around he prayed even harder. And the people know the history of the Jews, that the Lord is on their side. And the people, his own wife and his friend told him, if this man is a Jew, then this is just the beginning. You are going to fall even further. You are going to lose even further. It will be fatal. It will be fatal. It will be dangerous. Let me put it that way. It will be dangerous for you to continue to oppose Mordecai. Hallelujah. Son of God. Child of God. Be proud. Be bold. Know that you are on the Lord's side. And the Lord is ready to protect and defend you. Hallelujah. No matter what, the Lord will help you. The Lord will remember you. The Lord will do you good. The Lord did Mordecai good. Hallelujah. Long story short, the table turned. And indeed, it was just the beginning. When you read the verse 7, Haman, was called to the banquet. Esther told the king about what Haman has plotted against them. The king was furious. Why was he furious? Because the people have prayed. The people have fasted. And God was working behind the scenes for them. The king got furious. And he asked that they should take him and go and kill him. And they said he has already erected a gallows. 
75 feet to kill Mordecai. He said, take him and go and hang him on that same tree. What the enemy plotted against you, when the Lord remember you, that plot will go back to sender. The Haman prepared to hang Mordecai. That same tree, 75 feet, was hung. He was hung on that same tree. The same day he plotted to kill Mordecai on that same tree, that was the same day he was hung on that tree. The Lord will overturn the enemy. The Lord will overturn the plan of the enemy when he remembers you. But you got to pray. You got to ask. You got to fast. And the Lord will remember you and do you good. Hallelujah. After Haman was hung, Mordecai was elevated. Mordecai only prayed. Mordecai only prayed for his life. He didn't pray for post. He was content with the gate man that he had. But God promoted him. He took Mordecai to second in command. The post that Haman was handling, Mordecai came to replace Haman. He took Haman's family out of the place. Hallelujah. That is what God can do. When he remembers you, may the Lord remember you in your cry. May the Lord remember you and do you good. May the Lord remember you and heal you. May the Lord remember you and give you the fruit of the womb. May the Lord remember you and open doors for you. May the Lord remember you and heal you. May the Lord remember you and give you a husband to marry. May the Lord remember you and give you a wife to marry. May the Lord remember you and give you a job. May the Lord remember you and give you the promotion. May the Lord remember you and lift your head up. May the Lord remember you and pay your debt for you. May the Lord remember you and give you the contract you least expected. May the Lord remember you and give you customers you never expected. May the Lord remember you in everything in Jesus name. I will not end this podcast without letting you know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't have him as your Lord and personal Savior, all that I have said, you are not part of it because he gives to his children. Mordecai was the child of God. Hannah was the child of God. Rahel was the child of God. Who are you? Are you the child of God or not? If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you can pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I accept that. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. It's because of my sin you came to die. It's because of my justification you rose again. Today, mention your name. I, Solomon, put your name there. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will worship you all the days of my life. So help me God. If you have prayed this short prayer, you have become born again. You have become a child of God. The Bible says in Romans that it is the heart one believes. And it is by mouth the, the person proclaimed to salvation. You have proclaimed your salvation. The Lord will help you. Let me pray for you. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your people. They have accepted you. Father, I close the door behind them and open the door before them. 
Hold them by your hand and help them. Let them worship you in spirit and in truth. And do them good as you did Hannah good, as you did Rahel good, as you did Mordecai good. In the name of Jesus. And do not let them lose heaven. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You can attend any Bible Page church. I am coming from the Church of Pentecost. You can join the Church of Pentecost anywhere you are. We are over 151 countries. You can join everywhere you are. You are. But if you don't want to go to Pentecost, no problem. Join any Bible-based church and love God and worship God in spirit and in truth. And He will do you good. God richly bless you. We shall meet next week. Bye-bye.